Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Book 9. Part 1 of the Enid. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Lars Rolander. While these affairs in distant places passed, the various Irish Juno sends with haste to find bold Turnus, who with anxious thought the secret shade of his great-grandsire sought. Retired alone, she found the daring man, and oped her rosy lips, and thus began. What none of all the gods could grant thy vows, that Turnus this auspicious day bestows. Aeneas, gone to seek the Arcadian prince has left the Trojan camp without defence, and short of succours there employs his pains in parts remote to raise the Tuscan swains. Now snatch an hour that favours thy designs, unite thy forces and attack their lines. This said, on equal wings she poised her weight and formed a radiant rainbow in her flight. The Daunian hero lifts his hands, eyes, and thus invokes the goddess as she flies. Iris, the grace of heaven, what power divine, has sent thee down through dusky clouds to shine? See, they divide, immortal day appears, and glittering planets dancing in their spheres. With joy these happy omens I obey, and follow to the war the god that leads the way. Thus, having said, as by the brook he stood, he scooped the water from the crystal flood. Then, with his hands, the drops to heaven he throws, and loads the powers above with offered woes. Now march the bold confederates through the plain, well horsed, well clad, a rich and shining train. Mesopus leads the van, and in the rear the sons of Tyrius in bright arms appear. In the main battle, with his flaming crest, the mighty Turnus towers above the rest. Silent they move majestically slow, like ebbing Nile or Ganges in his flow. The Trojans view the dusty cloud from far, and the dark menace of the distant war. Caicus from the rampire saw it rise, blackening the fields and thickening through the skies. Then to his fellows thus aloud he calls, What rolling clouds, my friends, approach the walls? 
arm arm and man the works prepare your spears and pointed darts the latian host appears thus warned they shut their gates with shouts ascend the bulwarks and secure their foes attend for their wise general with foreseeing care had charged them not to tempt the doubtful war nor though provoked in open fields advance but close within their lines attend their chance unwilling they yet they keep the strict command and sorely await in arms the hostile band the fiery turnus flew before the rest a piebald steed of trachean strain he pressed his helm of massy gold and crimson was his crest with twenty horse to second his designs an unexpected foe he faced the lines is there he said in arms who bravely dare his leader honour and his danger share then spurring on his brandished dart he threw in sign of war applauding shouts ensue amazed to find a dastard race that run behind the rampires and the battle shun he rides around the camp with rolling eyes and stops at every post and every passage tries so roams the nightly wolf about the fold wet with descending showers and stiff with cold he howls for hunger and he grins for pain his gnashing teeth are exercised in vain an impotent of anger finds no way in his distended paws to grasp the prey the mothers listen but the bleeding lambs securely swig the dug beneath the dams thus ranges eager turnus o'er the plain sharp with desire and furious with disdain so vase each passage with a piercing sight to force his foes in equal field to fight thus while he gazes round at length he spies where fenced with strong redoubts their navy lies close underneath the walls the washing tide secures from all approach this weaker side he takes the wished occasion fills his hand with ready fires and shakes a flaming brand urged by his presence every soul is warmed and every hand with kindled furs is armed from the furred pines the scattering sparkles fly fat vapours mixed with flames involve the sky what power o muses could avert the flame which threatened in the fleet the troyan name tell for the fact through length of time obscure is hard to faith yet shall the fame endure tis said that when the chief prepared his flight and fell his timber from mount ida's height the grandam goddess then approached her son and with a mother's majesty begun grant me she said the sole request i bring since conquered heaven has owned you for its king on ida's brows for ages past there stood with firs and maples filled a shady wood and on the summit rose a sacred grove where i was worshipped with religious love those woods that holy grew my long delight i gave the trojan prince to speed his flight now filled with fear on their behalf i come let neither winds o'erset nor waves intomb the floating forests of the sacred pine but let it be their safety to be mine then thus replied her awful son who rolls the radiant stars and heaven and earth controls 
how dare you mother endless state demand for vessels moulded by a mortal hand what then is fate shall bold aeneas ride of safety certain on the uncertain tide yet what i can i grant when wafted o'er the chief is landed on the latian shore whatever ships escape the raging storms at my command shall change their fading forms to nymphs divine and plough the watery way like dotis and the daughters of the sea to seal this sacred vow by styx he swore the lake of liquid pitch the dreary shore and phlegaton's innavigable flood and the black regions of his brother god he said and shook the skies with his imperial nod and now at length the numbered hours were come prefixed by fate's irrevocable doom when the great mother of the gods was free to save her ships and finish jove's decree first from the quarter of the morn there sprung a light that signed the heavens and shots along then from a cloud fringed round with golden fires where timbrels heard and Berecynthian choirs. And last a voice with more than mortal sounds, both hosts in armed opposed with equal horror wounds. O Trojan race, your needless aid forbear, and know my ships are my peculiar care. With greater ease the bold Rutulian may, with hissing brands attempt to burn the sea. Then singe my sacred pines, but you may charge, loosed from your crooked anchor's launch at large. Exalted each a nymph, forsake the sand, and swim the seas at Sibylus' command. No sooner had the goddess ceased to speak, when, lo, the obedient ships their halsers break, and strange to tell, like dolphins in the main, they plunge their prows, and dive and spring again, as many beauteous maids the billows sweep, as rode before tall vessels on the deep the foes surprised with wonder stood aghast mesopus curb his fiery courses haste old tiber roared and raising up his head called back his waters to their oasy bed turnus alone undaunted bore the shock and with these words his trembling troops bespoke these monsters for the trojans fate are meant and are by jove for black presages sent he takes the coward's last relief away, for fly they cannot, and constrained to stay, must yield unfought a base inglorious prey. 